The Last Word with Matt Cooper. So let's find out a little bit more about these community safety wardens as Laura just told us about. How will they work? How effective are they likely to be? Richard Guiney, you're our first guest, Chief Executive of Dublin Town, which represents business owners. Tell us a little bit about how you expect these particular community safety wardens to work. Yeah, well, the first thing to say, Matt, is that this is part of an overall strategy, as was mentioned in your news bulletin. So it is about looking at not just um, perceptions of safety or the, the issues that arise in the city, but also addressing some of the social causes that give rise to, to difficulties. And we had something similar with the Bachelor City for All. It wasn't as, it, it wasn't as uh, large or it didn't involve as many partners before, but it was a very successful model in terms of addressing um, issues arising on the streets and the perceptions of safety rose quite dramatically at the time. So in terms of the community safety wardens, um, there will be six of the folks. Uh, they will be working on the north side of the city. Uh, it's centred on Wolfstone Square and O'Connell Street. And their role is really engaging with the public. They've also been trained by the likes of the Analytic Drug Project to engage with some of their, um, their client group as well. And also to assist people uh, that they may encounter in terms of linking them up with services that are available. You know, I, th- I think people don't realise that there are beds for everybody who wants them uh, in, in Dublin City Centre and the NLFE drug project itself is a drop-in service so people can just walk in there and, and seek support from the NLFE if they have uh, drug issues that they, they, they need to address. So I think it's it's going to be part of an overall integration approach and, you know, uh, we would be confident that where there's a will, there's a way and we've done successful things before and I think we can do it again. How many of these wardens will there be and how are they selected? Yeah, so they've gone through a a recruitment process. Um, There will be six uh, in total. Four have been uh, engaged uh, thus far. There's there's, uh, funding for another two. They've been provided with training with the likes of the Analyphy, the Fire Brigade. They've engaged with the Gardaí um, and they've done various other um, forms of, of training. So they will work with people on the street. They'll be able to provide assistance to people in terms of helping them around the city or uh, answering questions in, in kind of the way that our previous ambassador crew would have done. Um, but also then they're engaging further with people who may have uh, certain vulnerabilities and uh, they'll be able to engage with them on a constructive basis. The idea is one that has operated successfully in the likes of Derry um, and I think, you know, again, it's, it's, it's one part of an overall strategy. I think focusing on just one aspect is, is limiting the, the, the totality of what's being Well, proposed. I promise we will ask, I will ask you about the other elements in a minute, but it does strike me that if this is a good idea, can it be a good idea if we only have six of these people rather than, for example, 60? O'Connell Street's a big street, the surrounding areas, and all yeah. six probably won't be on duty at the same time. So that would suggest you might only have a couple at any one time on the street. Yeah, look, it'd be great if you had, if you had, uh, if you had funding for 60, it would probably be overkill. But yeah, look, I think, you know, the, the, the basis of it uh, will work. When we had uh, our ambassador crew for the whole of the city, like we had, uh, we had eight and, and they were able to, to work quite successfully. So look, I, I think it's something that it, it is in its pilot stage. I think it's something that could, could be augmented if it's, if it's working successfully and hopefully it will. But, you know, at this stage, you know, I think we work with a small team um, and get them out there and, and assess what the issues are and, and how it's progressing then. 
obviously we have experience to build upon in the future. And it is something that we would provide additional funding ultimately for if it is a, a successful model. Okay, stay there, Richard Guiney. Gary Gannon is a TD for uh, Dublin North Central. It's from the Social Democrats. What do you make of this idea, Gary? What do you think of it? Yeah, I don't want to take it to one issue in isolation either, but when it comes to the community safety wardens, I think as Richard lays out there in terms of being a visible presence in the city to engage with tourists, if it is providing information for people in vulnerable situations, I think that's good and welcome. But where I feel the plan as a whole falls down is because of the absence of funding that goes alongside it. For example, if some, Richard, one of the community safety wardens is to encounter a person down a laneway, for example, intervening is ejecting into their arm, I mean, short of a safe injection facility, I sort of funding for intensive detox beds to aid recovery. I mean, it's not going to change anything. The, what makes the city unsafe is the threat perceived or real of violence. And I wouldn't want to lay, I don't think anybody is, responsibility for intervention in that type of came onto a community safety ward who probably isn't trained or isn't the appropriate individual. We have 10 million was announced two weeks ago for, for the Garda overtime. That runs out in the end of December. I would have liked to see today a plan that had substance, financial substance behind it. And that wasn't what we got. We got a rehashing of a lot of different ideas that have already been announced. We got a 52-page analysis of the various different problems. And we got actually no meat in terms of how they are going to be combated. I think there's some good analysis in the document. I don't think it makes an iota of difference without the funding model to back it up. Just come back, though, to what these wardens can and cannot do. So you're saying that, for example, if they see somebody taking, injecting drugs, they won't be able to intervene. No. If, they see, if they see a crime being committed, if they see somebody being assaulted, will they be required not to intervene for their own safety? I've, so I haven't been engaged in this plan. The opposition PDs weren't engaged in relation to this plan. So my honest answer is I don't know. I have sought information from other people in relation to their responsibilities. And I don't believe they can or should be intervened without the absolute appropriate training. They're not auxiliary guardy. They're not security services. They don't have that level of training. So I can't imagine anybody is going to place themselves in harm's way. And nor would you want them to. Yeah, indeed, I mean, Gary, could there also not be a danger to them that... You have a lot of drug dealers, for example, who do unfortunately use O'Connell Street as a place to ply their business, that if they regard these community officers as been there to keep an eye on them and watch them, that they could be vulnerable to assault. And particularly that if these community welfare officers were to give any evidence in any legal actions or cases that might arise from an arrest by a Garda, that that then could undermine them as well in their ability to do their job. Yeah, when it comes to the community safety wardens, I do think that's a particular threat that I don't believe they should be placing hands over. But having engaged with various different organisations, including Richards, in relation to better understanding, I think they could be an absolute benefit to the city in relation to being a visual presence, to helping people engage with the city, to putting on fun days and things like that, which is also part of the remit. But when it comes to actually making this place safer, I don't think, as it's laid out at the minute, the community safety wardens are firstly intended to do that. I think there's been a misconception around about what these community safety wardens are supposed to achieve. But I, do, I would be very reluctant to say that I am um, confident that they will make a difference in terms of violent assaults, open drug dealing, giving testimony in court. All of these issues that you would hope we would see more would have been part of the plan. I think it's very unfair to place that responsibility on the community safety wards. 
Okay, Richard Guiney, you said there were other things in this plan that you wanted to address. Yeah, I just want to address that they, they, there's never any attention that the, the community safety wardens would be auxiliary guards or that they would perform guard functions. So that is, that's never been the intention. I just and I think that's really important to make that clear. Um, their 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 purpose is being you know uh, an a, an engagement tool primarily, and I think you know certainly from our perspective that that's the the key aspect to it. Just in terms of the the wider uh, issues, Matt, we have had issues, and and many other cities have had issues with uh, juveniles who have been behaving particularly difficultly, difficult with difficult uh, behaviour since the uh, pandemic. Um, so I, I do think there's an important role for the likes of Tusla in this process, you know, in working and and again with outreach to uh, to young folks before they they get get too involved in criminality, for example. Um, and I think you know those kind of interventions are are critically important. I think we need to link up the the, the way we uh, provide services. So it's not just a, a matter of dealing with somebody that you find on the street, but also you know connecting them to services, be it drug addiction or be it um, mental health issues or whatever has led them to being on the street in the first instance. And I think that's again another really important aspect of uh, joining the dots and that kind of process has been very successful in, in other locations and I think it was in the beginning of the Dash for All process it did work very well Um, I, that kind of went off the, the boil to some extent and I think we need to get back into that. Okay space. Richard something else so does that area in particular need a major clean up? I've actually been on it about three times in the last week around uh, O'Connell Street Talbot Street heading up towards Crow Park and some things that really jump out are the levels of dereliction and also the levels of rubbish. If those were cleaned up and if the place was spruced up and made better, do you think it would have created a better atmosphere for people to live and work in? Yes, uh, to, to cut to the chase, I think Talbot Street, because it's uh, a public transport hub, does need uh, investment. And that's something that we've been engaging with the uh, Dublin City Council quite uh, extensively on. And I think putting together a, re- a regeneration plan for Talbot Street is a, is a really important thing to do. I think we also need to address how we uh, we, we handle our, our waste. Um, it has not been as well handled since uh, Dublin City Council privatised the service before and I think it, it, that absolutely does need to be addressed, the timing of collections and how they're collected and ensuring that you don't have uh, waste just you know being accumulated. That's a really important issue. Like there is a, a, a concept called uh, SEPTED, which is uh, crime prevention through uh, environmental design, that we do need to look at, and again has been looked at in, in other jurisdictions, and it does address some of those visual aspects, the kind of broken window stuff, where, you know, almost invitations to antisocial behaviour, and you're absolutely right, those kind of things do need to be addressed, and that, that is, I think that, you know, we're, if we're going to make progress, we're going to have to address the totality of things, including some of those uh, things that you've mentioned. What do you think, Gary Gallen, for an improvement in the living conditions for everybody there and for people who pass through? But that should be a minimum expectation that anyone has when they engage, or any part of the city, most particularly the central part of the capital city that includes their main thoroughfare of O'Connell Street, um, Connolly Station, Bus Ars. That should happen as a matter of course. And that was my big frustration with the announcement today. There's a couple of lines in it about getting Dublin City Council to fix street line. So it was a 52-page document and its recommendations to what City Council should be doing anyway. In terms of combat and dereliction, there was 
I think it was mentioned, but it wasn't said how they were going to achieve that. Um, in terms of linking up services, um, look, if I find a person on the street who's down the lane, as I have one engaged with some of the homeless charities of last couple years, they don't go into the hostels because the hostels aren't safe. In a lot of, um, so there's all sorts of really complex issues that that document today referenced, but done absolutely nothing in terms of allocating resources to combat them. So I, in terms, I do not want this to be perceived as a debate between me and Richard, because actually Dublin Town do really good work, and we have many of the same kind of goals in relation to the city centre. But that document today from the Minister of Justice was a public relations stunt. It was a lost opportunity. It needs a, a multi-agency approach without question, but it needs teeth and resources. I believe it should be overseen by the Office of the Taoiseach, who you have to remember does actually have a task force from his office for the north inner city that has allocated 34 million in the last six years and I genuinely have no concept of how that money was spent. It was designed to combat the same issues we're talking about today and we've seen millions, I believe, squandered in that regard. So what I would like to see is greater allocation in alternatives to violence programmes to stop these young men, young teenagers from getting involved in violence. That means engaging with the youth clubs, the boxing clubs, the sports clubs. They weren't involved in the development of this document. It means combating dereliction by actually holding Dublin City Council to account. I mean, Dublin Town do a lot of the good work in terms of removing graffiti, picking up rubbish, having people out, um, improving the aesthetic of the city centre. It's not Dublin City Council. I'd like to see them held to account. Um, in terms of talking about men's violence against women, which was actually touched upon in the document today, that requires intensive education programmes. I'm disappointed because of the lack of substance in that document today. Not in, te- in terms of the analysis, but the substance behind it. All right, Gary Gannon from the Social Democrats and Richard Guiney, Chief Executive of Dublin Town. Thank you both very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.